0: The Influence Podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Ekis. I'm the owner and founder of Ekis Marketing and the Influence Movement. And we are about to get under the influence. Hi, everyone. This is Whitney Eckes. I am here with Jennifer Jaden, who is the founder of Society Gal, an online platform, blog, and community to help women turn their dreams into their reality, maximize their exposure and uplift and encourage as they pursue their calling. She has built a dedicated following of over 100,000 it girls in over just a year. Welcome Jennifer Jaden to Under the Influence. How are you?
1: Hi, I'm so good and I'm so
0: excited to be here. And we're so excited to have you on. I feel like we need to talk about who you are and how you play such a big role in my life as well. Oh my gosh, you're my favorite person. So I will talk (laughs) about you all day long. Oh my gosh. Okay, so (laughs) why don't we start? First off, tell us a little bit about Society Gal, then we can kind of dive into it.
1: Yeah, so Here's kind of the story of Society Gal. So I had launched a blog in about 2011, kind of when like the whole Instagram phenomenon kind of like took off. And I had launched a blog and it was about beauty and businesses and people behind the brand and all kinds of fun stuff like that. And it actually moved me to Los Angeles. And that's kind of where I've stayed for the past six years. But as I was building my blog and growing it, I just found like it wasn't my passion anymore. And I, at that time I got kind of sick. And so I just was like, Oh, I I just can't do this anymore. And so I ended up selling it. And during that time I started um, doing social media, building blogs for like my friends and things like that. And that's kind of how I got into the whole online digital marketing world. And, and then I kind of evolved to coaching. And when I got to this kind of like coaching, digital marketing, creative space, I realized that it was lacking a community. And it kind of made me sad because i had come from this blogging world where there were so many events, there were so many fun things going on all the time to this place that just felt very isolating. And so Um, that's when I started the social society, which is now society gal. And I didn't have an agenda. I think a lot of people go into creating something with like this, like business plan and agenda and exit strategy. I just totally, yeah, I just was kind of like, Hey, like, I just need to create this. I am not sure what it's going to do or be, or what it's going to turn into, but I'm just going to do it. And so I started it and we just grew really quickly. And that's what kind of told me, you know, people are looking for their tribe and their community, and, and they're not wanting to feel alone and they want to be able to come together and collaborate. I think as humans, we're meant to collaborate and work together. And so I just think it's been an organic thing. And, you know, in the past year, we've evolved into a consulting PR social media digital agency where we help, you know, people expand their exposure and get noticed. You know, with traditional PR and with social media and, and just collaborating more. And so it, it's been a really fun journey and kind of cool to just let it kind of unfold for itself.
0: Oh my gosh. And I mean, what a dream business. You have it all the social media, the PR, the consulting, all that fun stuff. And I feel like that's just like, you're like a one stop shop.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Like everyone we work with is so inspiring and just like doing the most incredible things and like launching their dreams. So it's, it's really cool to be able to help them and just see them evolve and grow.
0: Yeah. And I feel like we, I mean, like I started with you, like I started my whole business journey as you, as my coach. And I mean, it was like, and now we're, I mean, total best friends and it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I just, you just had such like your finger on the pulse when it came to, you know, this new kind of digital space and I just loved it.
1: Yeah. It's an interest, an interesting space as you know, cause you know, you do something similar too, but it's just interesting how you really have to be at the forefront of everything because everything's evolving so quickly in the influencer space, and the digital marketing space. And there's something new every day that comes out, a new app, a new program, a new software, a new whatever it is. So it's, you really have to like stay on your toes. It it can be a lot of work doing that.
0: Yeah. And I feel like too, like we're, this is actually going to lead us into like my next question, but like, I mean, there's so many new things like hitting the market right now. Like we have like, not only do we have apps now, but we have like presets. Like we have these like super quick, easy to launch, like websites, like coming up. And I wanted to ask you, like, what are like some new things that like, you're totally obsessed with?
1: So some new things that I'm obsessed with are, I'm all about making yeah. it easy and simple and cost effective because I don't think there's any yes, point girl. in spending a lot of money on something yeah. you don't know works a hundred percent. Um, yes. so I am all about, you know, shortcuts, how can we get there quicker, resources and things like that. So, you know, my favorite things right now are online editing apps. So like Canva or PicMonkey, you know, to design graphics, you can literally design anything. And I think that is so important to understand.
0: I need to get on the PicMonkey train. I do. But Canva is like, oh, like I, I totally, and I was like the kid that was like in college that like took the Photoshop classes, like learned Adobe, like was even trying to put together like coding, like all that, like ridiculous, like hours and hours and hours of education. And Canva like came into the space and I'm like, what the fuck? Game changer. <laughs> like, literally Game changer. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was the same. I mean, I was using
1: the same, like Photoshop, learning code I, at one point. I was even using like paint on Microsoft like back in the day for graphics. So I was so happy to find, you know, that there were online editing platforms that were user friendly. And I think that is like so important for you to know. And it's going to save you so much money and so much time. Um, I also, I love the preset, um, like the preset thing that's going on everyone and their dog are selling presets which is awesome (laughs) because it makes things easier um but you know I I just feel like having a cohesive look to your brand is important but also making it easier so if you don't know what presets are or you don't want to use them then like using like Visco or just like you know, yeah, the other Copy and paste on visco is basically exactly, like visco, you know, I was used I'll be completely transparent. I was using presets for a long time and and I loved them, but I just felt like I couldn't keep up with using presets, like I couldn't yeah. get on my computer or I just felt like and maybe it's because I didn't download like the app to like use them on my phone, so i I went back to using visco because it was just so easy and I could be more consistent so the, the gist of this is be consistent in whatever you can be. Um, and also, you know, I think like Squarespace, I think Squarespace is changing the game for, um, websites. I, I don't think websites are like need to be as crazy built out as they used to be. Cause a lot of people aren't even going to them, but you definitely need to have a website. You need to have a hub. So I love that Squarespace is only $18 to $26 a month and you can have like a beautiful website that is user-friendly. So I would say Canva, Squarespace, and some
0: good filters. I mean, I love that you just (laughs) like, you just said something that's like, I feel like is so important. Like you need a hub, you need a space. And I feel like right now, like we're seeing such a shift with people like just honing in on like one social media platform or like one thing, like you have to be so versatile and like you can't just focus all on Instagram. Like you can't just focus all on like Pinterest or like your blog. Like you have to, I feel like right now, like you, you really have to be like tapping into every audience, especially if you want to make this something that's like long lasting.
1: Absolutely. And I think now people are understanding that they have to create their own products within themselves. So whether yes. that be a course or free da- or download downloads or selling a product like a physical product or a digital product or something like that they're realizing that like that's where they're needing to go. And and that's what presets are essentially. All these bloggers are now able to monetize on themselves as opposed to only working with sponsorships. So Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to have a hub and a place that allows you to create opportunity for yourself. And for me, that's what I look at Squarespace as it's like, okay, if I wanted to create a course, I could, because I could just build it on Squarespace or on WordPress, whatever platform you're using. I just personally have used them all and I love Squarespace, but I think, you know, you just need to have a place where people can come to take that next step with you. like i look at instagram as a place to network and a, a place to connect and, and and you have to take people to another place beyond instagram
0: absolutely absolutely so let's go ahead and dive in i'm going to ask you like some fun questions but i want to start out with like you know, with this whole podcast under the influence podcast, you know, for those of you guys that don't know, this is our first episode. (laughs) So Jen J is on here with me. We are just so excited. But I really, the whole point of under the influence is to talk about not only the power of influence that we're seeing, you know, within social media, but overall in our general business community. And I'm like, what that means is like, you know, how are these businesses, how are these, you know, personal brands or these influencers, quote unquote, how are they really using like this power in a positive way? And how can they be impacting it in a really positive way? Um, so Jen, I wanted to ask you, what do you, what does it mean to be an influencer? Cause we were just laughing about this, how some people are like, this is so like the influencer movement is either like, so like dumb, but, it, and you know, it's so narcissistic, but it's also like, it is so impactful. I mean, these influencers, some of them, like I've never even heard of them and they could have 3 million followers and they're impacting these like large, large, large audiences and doing like crazy, you know, things with it. So I wanted to ask you like, what do you think an influencer is? Or what do you like, what defines an influencer? And then like, tell us in your own words, like what that looks like.
1: Yeah. So You know, we were talking earlier about being an influencer, and you know, it's such—it's a word that's kind of new, but yet kind of just thrown around a lot. And so, like, what is this? What is an influencer? If you ask someone that's over the age of fifty, they would be like, "I don't know
0: what that means." So, Um, can I um, sidebar you really quickly? My favorite, favorite, favorite episode of Bachelor in Paradise is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. Oh God. Yeah. Um, is when one of the guys, the girl was like on a date with him and she was like, so like, what do you want to be? Like, what's your goal? And he was like, I think I want to be an influencer after this. No. <laughs> well, that's you the guys. thing. You go on bachelor
1: to be an influencer now. Like that's you where do. like, like it's like the Mickey Mouse club back in the day. That's where kids went to grow up to be famous. Like yes. Roslyn. Oh my God. And yes. Britney Spears. Like, you go Justin on the Kimberly. bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Like you go on the bachelor to essentially get a brand endorsement or exactly, brands. which is awesome.
0: <laughs> like why was like, yeah, why was I when this was like happening. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you're even seeing like these like OG bachelor, bachelorette contestants, like coming out of the woodwork and being like, Oh, by the way, like I get like a hundred thousand dollars, like a month for like doing teeth whitening now. And people are like, what season were you on? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, you know, going back to that, I think the term influencer what I think of it is someone on social media or in the media, whether that be social or whoever whatever, that is utilizing their platforms to share their stories and share what they love and share what they know. And I think that's kind of what I feel like an influencer is, is someone who is taking that initiative to step into that position. So, so you, I kind of think you have to make a choice to become an influencer because not just anyone who's famous is an influencer.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's the people
1: that are actually running with it and deciding to step into that role and speak on behalf of whatever it is they believe in, what they endorse, what they get paid for, um, yeah. all of that. So so that's what I believe an influencer is. And I think there's a lot of good to it because, you know, back in the day or not even the day, back 10, 15 years ago, you had to literally be famous. Someone had to like endorse you to be famous for you to be an influencer, so you had to do something like insane. Like you had right. to be an Olympian winner, or you, you had to like be have your own TV show, or like something beyond social media. And yeah. now it's like anyone has the opportunity. Literally anyone. With
0: Which you like two. isn't that yeah. crazy? Like there's like that is it is the most like accessible at this point to like not only have like fame but to like be speaking to your own community. Like that is unreal to me. Like that blows yeah, my mind. Yeah. It's really cool. It's a,
1: it's a really cool thing and I know like the term influencer is getting thrown around a lot and you know thrown under the bus and and <sighs> and like that but I mean I think it has a way to inspire and to empower people and you're you're able to now not be confined by your community of where you live, because now you can find people that you actually share the same views with, or share the same likings with, you know, so it's in a sense, so cool that, you know, there's creating, it's creating community beyond community.
0: Oh my gosh. I know. And I feel like I'm just like totally agreeing with everything you're, that you're saying that I really do agree with like everything that you're saying. Like, I just, yeah, I feel like you're like nailing it right on the head. Um, okay. So moving forward, cause like we could talk about like in the, like an actual influencer all day, but I want to know who your favorite influencer is, or it could be like an influencer or a business owner or someone that you just feel like is like killing it in their influence, like in their own power of influence? Oh my gosh, this is
1: so tough. I I always like freeze on this question because there's so many people and, you know, we have a lot of clients as well who are really owning their power. And so it's, it's, it's a tough one for me. I feel like I I need to think on this for a second.
0: (laughs) You really do have some like amazing, amazing clients too. I mean, I feel like they're all just like, they just are killing it all of them. you know who who is really has always been
1: um empowering to me as an influencer is um she was her name caitlin she's the founder of the giving keys
0: oh my gosh yes i love her. <laughs> i can't believe i'm drawing
1: a blank on her right now but she to me it's like she is she is like
0: She grew up.
1: I think I don't know her story. Okay. I'm this is all just like what I've (laughs) known from her. Yeah. And I've had the pleasure to meet her a few times. But, you know, she's grown up in this Hollywood world. Like her parents were like actors. Yeah. And she's been in it. But yet she's used, you know, it can go so many ways. When you're like in this world, like fame can take over, things can take over. You know what? It's just easy to get caught up in the BS of the world. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like she has such an amazing spirit about her. And the fact that she's really utilized what she does have, her connections and things like that for the better. And just to see her build her business off of, Keys is just amazing. It shows it's beyond the physical product that she's selling. To me, is just so inspiring, and I've always looked up um, to her. And I actually, funny story. So. The founder of Good Human, his name's Brett. I met him like six years ago with Meg Legs. Oh my um, gosh. In Vegas at the Magic <laughs> Trade Show. And he was like, he's so cute and just the nicest guy ever. And so when I moved to LA, he would always invite me to the, his like launch parties. And he did a launch uh, party with Caitlin with the Giving Keys. Oh my gosh. And it was so funny because when I went to this launch party, they were showing how Brett and Caitlin met, and they literally did a Taco Bell commercial together. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. Like, it's just so cool. Like people that are like in Hollywood but yet like are just so amazing and incredible yeah. and just like, are just so cool. So that's who I look up to. And I'm gonna pull up her Instagram account and tell you her last name in five seconds. <laughs> I can't believe it has slipped my mind. But,
0: that's okay. We kind of put you yeah. on the spot right now. But I mean, I, I think you're so right. Like, and that's like too, like why, you know, like Wheatland Crosby. Oh, there we perfect. go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yes. I, I knew that was her last name too. I love her. But I mean, I feel like you're like, that's so fitting for like, why we even wanted to start this podcast, like things like that, where like, you're in, you're doing so much more with that power. Like you said, like when you're, when you're talking about your clients, like stepping into their power, like, yes, stepping into their power. And then also like realizing like they can be doing so much more, or you can really be influencing such a bigger movement than just, you know, what your likes are, what your things are, or what your business is. And I just, I love that. I mean, I think that, I think number one, like what she's done is so inspiring. And like the fact that she, like you said, she had the choice. She could have did whatever she wanted with her status or with her life or the way she was raised. And instead, she wanted to literally impact her community in such a bigger way.
1: And so think I that's love- important. We need to come back to our community within our physical community too and see how and I love that you know, that's what you're doing with influence too, is like you're coming to these cities and places and really involving the community within, you know, where it's at. So I think it's really cool what you're doing as
0: well. Oh well, thank you. I mean, <laughs> we're definitely trying. <laughs> um, but I mean, okay, so I love that she is like your favorite influencer. I think that's literally amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you, how do you kind of feel like society gal is like impacting, you know, your community and like what is society could do? Society gal doing? I mean, I feel like you guys do so much. And like, you're constantly like working with like the most amazing brands and the most amazing clients. But like, tell me, like, how do you feel like, you know, Society Gal is like impacting the, the community in a positive way?
1: You know, I feel like Society Gal has been such a great and safe place for a lot of women to come. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to be an entrepreneur. It is so hard, no matter how successful you are, it's hard and things are always going to get tough. And things are always, there's going to be a lot of highs and there's going to be going to be a lot of lows. Um, you know, it doesn't get easier. It really doesn't. You just can hire more people and (laughs) that's kind of how it gets easier, but then you're managing more people. So I think it's been such a great place for people to be able to, to know that they can come there and they can ask questions. They can find people who are having similar issues. They can, you know, reach out, you know, I've always been available for people to reach out to, you know, since the beginning. And I think I've had so many incredible people reach out to me and have gone through some crazy stuff and who have come out on the other side and come back and say like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for you. Or I'm so grateful for your group. or I'm so grateful for the positivity that you guys always put out there because that's really like our brand voice is all about positivity. Yeah. And I'm not perfect. I am a human being. You know, there are days when I'm grumpy and I'm mean and, and and no one's ever perfect. But I feel like if you can just dedicate a little over half of your life to being positive <laughs> and to helping people, then I think that's good enough. So, um, so now, I just try to, to, to be there for people. And uh, if I can't physically or mentally be there for them all the time, to at least have a place that they can feel they can come to.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, sorry, I totally keep like interrupting you, but I know I love it. it (laughs) Um, But I loved like, I think like the one biggest like takeaway actually from our influence San Diego conference that like everyone remembered is like, you literally someone asked, I don't remember what the question was. You're like, be kind, like just be like that. That's it. Like that's the simplicity of it is like, there's so much negativity, like in this world, let alone like the internet. But like, just be kind. And I, God, I mean, like, that is the best way to impact, I feel like, a community is just starting with a safe place. Like,
1: yeah, it I starts love with you. That. If everyone could just implement it, the world would be a much better place.
0: Oh, my God, my so, eyes are watering.
1: <laughs> I know. But it's true. I think, like, just knowing that no one's perfect and you're going to get mad sometimes, you're going to disappoint people sometimes. But at the end of the day, just trying to be as kind as you possibly can forgive and, you know, to, to know that there's a bigger picture and, and to realize that I think that's the biggest, most impactful thing that someone can do is just to utilize kindness and, and good, being good, a good person, a, a good human. Oh,
0: i love you i just i love it i love I it love all. <laughs> okay so we're gonna kind of switch gears um one of the things that i wanted i wanted to keep this podcast really really fresh really fun um obviously we want to talk about the big picture which is actually you know the, the power of influence but you know, I really want people to like open up on this podcast and I like want to get to like know them and I want my audience to get to know them. So I'm going to ask you a few like random questions. Okay. Okay. So we're going to (laughs) start with your favorite go-to cocktail.
1: Well, mine is okay. A skinny, spicy margarita
0: and Whitney knows this
1: (laughs) or vodka water with lemon. Those are like my only two. I hate sugary drinks. They make me feel ill. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's it.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. I literally a skinny margarita with salt or tahini rim. I'm done. I'm happy. There's nothing better. (laughs) Living the best life with my skinny margarita and yours too. Um, okay. Okay. So what is your favorite slash awful reality TV show?
1: Oh, I love, love, (laughs) love sister wives. (laughs) <laughs> on TLC yes. can I just tell you that like I'm just like wait a minute it might be nice to have like 10 women like helping you with your love, your man <laughs> right I'm like sure I'll share here no but you know yeah. want to know the funniest story so I was flying to Utah like two or three weeks ago Yes. And I was sitting next to this guy, and I have Marky, my dog, with me. And he was like, Oh my gosh, your dog's so cute. I love dogs. And he was just being so nice and like petting her the whole flight. And he was just talking to me, you know. And so, you know, we were just chatting back and forth. And he was like, So what do you do? And I was like telling him. And then I was like, Oh, so what do you do? And he's like, Oh, I'm a producer or I wrote a TV show and I'm a producer. And I'm like, Oh, why are you flying to Utah? He's like, Oh, I come here every other week. And I was like, Oh crazy like what shows are Utah? yeah oh and he's gosh. like guess, and I was like okay and like <laughs> we he just like threw a few questions and I'm like no way sister wise he's so like yeah I was like oh that is like my favorite show ever he's like oh my gosh I'm so glad to hear that I was like I can't even believe I'm sitting next to you. Like you, you're like, like, fangirling you like, yeah, he's like, he've created the show. I was like, oh my gosh.
0: Like, no like, way. Yeah. Oh, so that is literally too funny. That kills I know. Me. Okay. Yeah. So moving forward from sister wives. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. That's your favorite and that you're from I, Utah too.
1: <laughs> I know. Right. It's just like, I never knew like polygamous. So it's just like foreign to me, even being from yeah. Utah.
0: So. I don't know. That's so interesting. I mean, I feel like, wait, like, so like you, because I feel like you didn't like, did you know about that like growing up? I mean, I knew people were
1: polygamists, but I never like actually knew people practice. Like, it's not like in Salt Lake City. You know what I mean? It's really? like, yeah. It's not like,
0: yeah, it's, I, I don't, I didn't really it's like, on, like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay. That's awesome. Love that. Okay. So, what is I'm losing where I'm at right now? Oh, tell me. Okay, so I have two of them. I have a few. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll edit that out. Okay, so what is the hottest podcast that you're listening to right now? Give me your give me your your favorite one right now.
1: Okay, well, since like. I really just have to listen to my clients' podcasts all the time <laughs> because I need to like make sure everything's going good. I'm yeah. really just so proud of Amber Lee, the Shocker mm. girl, and just her really taking action and launching the podcast and just like working, working really hard on it. And she and, just signed know. with Dear Media. She's yeah. like, it. I know. So I feel like a proud, like mom. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's like, I always listen to, I listen to all of our clients. Like we have some great clients and their podcasts and I'm so excited for this podcast and you. So you'll be one of my favorite podcasts. You know, what really got me into podcasts was Stassi straight up with Stassi. Like oh, that was yeah. like, you know, a year or two ago I was, that was like my favorite podcast ever. So she everyone's coming favorite. out with a podcast. So it's hard to like determine like the best podcast now because so many are coming out.
0: I feel like you need to like leave a little tip for people starting their own podcast. Cause I feel like you've launched so many, like, you know, and you've inspired so many people to like do it the right way. I feel like you need to do a little plug on like your best tip for people starting a podcast. Okay. My best tip for starting a
1: podcast is to just get started. Oh, and <laughs> it's true. I think too many people waste time perfecting it. I do. And you know what? It's never going to be perfect. So you're never going to launch it. I think you need to get, get it launched and then tweak it. Like Mm -hmm. that's
0: kind of what you have to do. I so agree with you. And I, I just, I totally think you're so right. It's kind of like with anything, like if it's, I always tell people like with website building, or actually I think you told me this, you're like, you need to get it 95% done. And like even 95, like 80%. Yeah. (laughs) I know. And because you always will be like, you're always going to be changing. You're always
1: going to be working on your brand, your brand and your business is never going to be finished. So you might as well just get it up, get people going. Once you've made like set a target for yourself. Okay. Once I've had 50,000 downloads, then I can adjust something. Or once I've made like $10,000, in my business, then I can adjust something. Otherwise you'll constantly be not making money because you're working like on your business,
0: you know, literally, You're working, yeah. yeah. No, I, I and yeah, I yes, I just get it started, get it going. It's literally what I I just told a client that this morning. I was like, yeah. you just have to go for it, like just, you
1: do. just, and then be go. consistent and do not give up.
0: Nope, because yeah, you can't. We were, and who were we just talking about too? There was someone else that we were talking about that like literally just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And finally, like they had perfected it. It was, it's like the 10,000 hour rule. It's like, you get to be doing it. And you're so consistent with it that, that all of a sudden it's like everything just sticks and clicks and it, it's magical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the key to the people that are succeeding is they just never gave up. They just stuck with it or consistent, even when it was stagnant or not growing, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to just see the big picture And you have to stop making excuses. I think people make excuses for themselves and they blame other people too. And I think you cannot do that. You need to get out of your own way and you need to
0: just show up every day. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. Okay, so now we're going to move on to one of my favorite topics. We're going to talk about buzzed brain, your favorite buzzed story. So I actually contemplated including this question and on the podcast. But like I said, I want to keep it real. I want to keep it interesting. And I want to hear, Jennifer Jaden, your favorite buzz story or favorite drunk story.
1: Okay. Well, can I include you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I guess. <laughs> okay. So Whitney
1: came to L.A so that we yeah. could discuss you know in let's let's set this up right yeah.
0: we were working
1: we were yeah. working at the Beverly Hills Hotel when yes. had booked a room yes. and it was fantastic and <laughs> to this day the servers still remember us because they thought we were sisters and anytime I go to the Beverly Hills um polo lounge they're like oh my gosh hi how are you oh my gosh how's your sister doing like it's so <laughs> funny because they because we ordered so much food it was like the most beautiful spread literally of food at the polo lounge ever we had that like, I think everyone remembered us
0: literally what did we have we had like the
1: lobster with like caviar <laughs> like, <laughs> like way too bougie <laughs> fries with ranch fries um, with ranch
0: yes <laughs> Another bougie guy.
1: So, yeah, our, <laughs> oh, our skinny margaritas, skinny spicy margaritas. Oh, um, so good. chips and guac is disgusting. How much food we ordered? I don't even. It's just too much food, but it was so good. Um, it looked amazing in pictures. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's on my Instagram, so go check it out. But so so Whitney and I then like decide we worked and we like got some stuff figured, some stuff out. But then we're like, okay, well we need to go to dinner. So we then go to the Nice Guy, which is like the cutest little bougie place ever. I'm pretty sure like Justin Bieber was there.
0: Like it's that type of place. And And the aesthetic in that place was like unparalleled. Like it's like my new favorite.
1: Yeah, no, it's so cute. And so from there, we like went to a few other places. Um, And then we ended up at Poppy, which is like (laughs) the place to be apparently. Like all the LA Lakers were there and like... Was Khalifa, Khalifa was there like it was just like the funnest night ever and, and we just had so much fun I
0: just like need to interrupt this too this was on a Tuesday night this is yeah, like club going up on a Tuesday literally sure. like me a little San Diego Whitney was like how is this happening on a Tuesday? Like the, like the highlight of my week on a Tuesday might be like taco Tuesday at like on the border and then like in bed by eight. Like I was like, what is this? Like, what is this new world? (laughs) Yeah. So
1: welcome to LA. Um, welcome to Beverly Hills, West Hollywood. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm leaving lots of stuff out, but that's okay. (laughs) And the, the funny part of the night to me, the funniest (laughs) night. So we get back at like. Mm 2am we roll into the beverly hills hotel we're like oh let's like hang out so we're just like chatting and talking and then all of a sudden we get this oh and we're like watching the kardashian (laughs) show like you know in the background and all of a sudden we get this knock on the door at like 3am that's like Hotel security, like saying we're partying too hard, and like Whitney opens the door in her like robe, like her eyes, like really like, open. Beverly Hills <laughs> ready for bed. And the guy's like, Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I think it's the TV that's too loud. So it's like literally Chloe Kardashian, like <laughs> was the party. So, um,
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so
1: that was quite the night, and it was just so much fun. And I had so much fun with you, and I'm so glad that we had like a proper LA night.
0: Literally the best was like, we were at one point, I like looked over at Jen and she's like dancing, like on like <laughs> the like bottle service, like couches, like me and her both like dancing and poppy. And I turned around and like, Wiz Khalifa is behind her. Like, just, like, totally chilling, dancing alongside her. Like, Jen has, like, no idea. And I'm, like, (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't know what to do at that point. Like, I I didn't know, like, whether to make a big deal or, like, to just, like, ignore it. You just roll with it. I mean, that's what you do. Oh, my God. You were, like, so natural.
1: I was, like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It was a great time. I definitely think we need to have another one. I know.
0: (laughs) I know. Okay. (laughs) so we're gonna kind of wrap up this podcast um there's a couple other things that I want to chat with you about um one of the things I want to chat with you about though is that I really again want to talk about how you know I want to dive into my audiences let me back up I want to dive into the people that I'm interviewing on this podcast like their real life and talk about like I mean Jen like clearly we can absolutely title you as like an influencer. Like you've had so much influence power, like behind the society gal. And now what you're doing with, you know, the society gal is like a PR company and consulting company. Um, So I really want to talk about like, what is your best influential tip that you can give the audience?
1: Going back, I think I'm just, this is the, I just think this is the most important thing is getting really clear on what it is do and not in a sense like I feel like everyone's like niche down niche down like what what does that mean exactly I feel like it's just it's such a cliche thing to say but it's so true like really hone in on what you love to do and what you're passionate about and really let that shine and get out there and don't make excuses for yourself because that is the number one thing. It's like people over plan things. And and I firmly believe in that quote, like over planning kills the magic because you're never going to fully 100% have like it all figured out. Like once you have it all figured out, things are going to change and you're going to have to navigate your business anyway. So I think like yeah. having your passion kind of like there and what it is you love to do and like kind of like your goals. yeah outlined at least a little outline then from there like just taking steps to move towards that goal I think that's the most important
0: thing and yeah I I really believe that I love that you said that like over planning kills the magic like god that is so true like I, I I so totally believe in like showcasing like who you are and like what you're passionate about like through your platforms or through your business or through whatever you're doing and I feel like if you yeah like you're like oh my god just what you said that was powerful I love that oh, um so I want to say thank you for being my first guest well, thank you and for having me. oh my gosh I know um thanks for sharing your hilarious story about Wiz Khalifa that was <laughs> thanks and- for being there for it <laughs> (laughs) And, you know, I just want to say thanks for coming under the influence with me. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I am so excited for this new
1: journey for you and just to see where it takes you. And it's it's just going to be so amazing. It's going to be fun. I promise.